that you can text to give. All you have to do is text 73256, then dollar sign and the amount you are giving. And you can send that and then you will get a receipt of your giving. We thank you for joining us on YouTube. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles or devices you're using for a Bible, if you wouldn't mind turning to Matthew chapter number six, Matthew chapter number six. Please allow your neighbor, if they do not have a Bible or a tool to use, allow them to look on with you. Matthew chapter number six. Just so I can see who's in in the room with me. Uh, How many of you were able to make it out New Year's Eve? How many of you made it out New Year's Eve? Okay, good, 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 good. All right, very good. Thank you so much for coming. Those of you that didn't make it out on New Year's Eve, um, I gave a message New Year's Eve, and I did not think I was going to need to say anything else about the message uh, when I gave it on New Year's Eve, and the title was, Don't Worry. Listen to me, listen to me. Going into this new year, don't you allow yourself to get into the place of worrying. Don't worry. And so that was the message that I gave on, on New Year's Eve. And so um, after, after having some time during the week when we started to fast and, and started talking to God and, and inquiring of God about it and, and looking at the text and And I saw some other things that I was like, okay, Lord Jesus, this is why I need to come back, revisit some of this. For those of you that were not able to be here, there's something new that I'm going to give everybody this morning that's connected to Don't Worry. All right? My title this morning is Don't Lose Your Head. Don't lose your head. Our our scripture is Matthew chapter number 6, Matthew 6, verse number 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith. Therefore, do not worry, saying. Therefore, do not worry, saying. What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. Your Father knows that you need these 
thing. Your father knows that you need these things. He knows it. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things that the father knows that you need will be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Everybody say, don't worry. But more than that, don't lose your head. Need you to turn to one other scripture and look at this with me. And Jay, I don't know if I can get, do we have King James version that I could get on the screen of Matthew 6? Let me get that. And um, you guys go to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Glory to God. Waymaker. Miracle worker. Promise keeper. Light in the darkness. That is who you are. Are you in Ephesians 6? Over in Ephesians 6, I'm going to read one verse. One verse. Verse number 17. Watch this. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, now, I apologize because, because I failed you this morning. I had every intention on getting me a football helmet. Because I wanted to demonstrate what it looks like when you put a helmet on. But the Bible says take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. Now, thank, thank you, Jay. If you can get me back Matthew 6 in, in the King James Version, because the King James translation of Matthew 6 reads just a little different, and I want to see if I can connect these things for us in, in, the time, in the time that we have. And take the helmet of... I'm sorry, that's Ephesians 6. Can I get Matthew 6? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I was ready to go. I was ready to run again. Matthew 6, verse uh, 25. Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Did you catch that? Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Next verse. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither, neither do they reap, nor gather into bonds, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Next verse. Did we, did we skip 20? Okay. Which of you, by taking thought, listen to that, which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? Next verse. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. 
And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought saying. I need y'all to catch that. Take no thought saying. Take no thought saying. Stop saying what you're thinking. Well, I was just thinking. Take no thought saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first. Stop making the kingdom of God second. Stop putting God at the bottom. But seek ye first. God won't place second to nothing or nobody. But seek ye first. If you're going to pray, pray first. If you're going to talk, talk to God first. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's his way of doing things. And all these things shall be added unto you. Next scripture. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Tell your neighbor, take no thought. Come on, tell them like you really mean it. Tell them, take no thought. Tell the person on the other side, stop saying what you're thinking. Maybe you have received some bad news, but I got some good news. Listen to me real closely. Any word that is given to you that is telling you will not make it is a wicked prophecy. You hear what I said? Any prophetic word that you receive that's telling you you're not going to make it in life, you're going down, that's a wicked prophetic word. You are to turn away from it, and you shall confess out of your mouth, I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. I don't care if the doctor gave you a final report and say you only got a few days. You are not the final authority when it comes to my life because you didn't create me. But I can't take that thought he just sold to me and say, I only got a few days. Are you hearing me? Whatever you got within you, 
you need to resist any word that comes to you that's contrary to what God says. The Bible says your father knows what you're going through in your body right now. The father knows what's been going on with you at school. Your father knows what so-and-so said about you. Your father knows how they're treating you on your job right now. Your father knows. And how about this? If God can't fix it, then it can't be fixed. Oh, I don't think you heard what I said. If God can't heal it, then it can't be healed. Oh, I don't think y'all are hearing me. Your father knows. He already know you don't have enough money. Yet he is not looking to your money to determine what he's going to do. He didn't even ask you how much money you got. So if God doesn't turn it around for us, then it can't be turned around. So then why are you up at night? So why are you sitting up in the house worrying about it? Why are you pacing back and forth? Why can't you sleep in that nice bed God gave you? Are you with me? The truth is that you and I need to just go to bed, get some rest, because the Father knows. As a matter of fact, if I'm worrying about it, why should God worry about it? We stay up thinking about things because our minds won't shut off. However, your mind is a weapon. And because your mind is such a weapon, the enemy knows that in order for me to get a hold of them, then I got to attack their mind. And if I get stuff in their head, if I get it going on in their head, then they won't be able to think creatively or hear me hear when God's talking to them. Because they'll be fighting what's going on in their head. Are you, are you hearing me? I'm, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. And we're going to get there real quick. Think, of, think about this. Every, everything here in this room, everything, from the clothes you're wearing, the stage I'm standing on, the lights that's in the ceiling, everything in this room has been thought about. Everything in the room was thought about. And as a result of the thought, they were able to produce what they were thinking. So the enemy fights you and I in our thinking so we can't produce. He gets you to think about all kinds of things that you don't focus on the things that you can produce. Uh. <laughs> so, so, 
if your enemy then was wise, I believe he would put so much on our minds that we would be able, we would be ready to lose our passion, to lose our creativity, and to literally give up on things. We'll lose our purpose. The devil is after your mind, child of God. He's after your mind. See, we, we talked about this in New Year's Eve. The devil don't need your job because he ain't getting up going to work tomorrow. He don't need your car because he ain't driving. Hello? Are you hearing me? He don't need your children. I mean, you know, most times we don't want to need to pray together. got good children. <laughs> good. Who calls good, good. But, but think about it. The devil don't need those things. He doesn't need those things. But what he does, he comes after those things that we care about. He comes after those things that we care about because those things now get on our mind. Okay, where my parents at? Something started going on with the children. Come on, keep it 100. It's on your mind, huh? So the enemy comes after things that he knows we care about so that they become a distraction to our mind. My goodness. Why would the devil want to do this to us? He uses those things so that our minds are cluttered So we are not using our minds for the purposes of God. (laughs) So when Jesus was saying what uh, the King James Version was saying, take no thought, he wasn't saying be thoughtless. He wasn't saying you and I should be thoughtless. He was telling us that we should not allow ourselves to be distracted. Tell your neighbor, don't be distracted. I'm amazed because oftentimes in life, we have some good things happening to us, but because we're so distracted, we can't enjoy the good things because we're so focused on the one thing that hadn't happened yet. Come on, I know there's some of you in the room. You, you know good things are happening in your life, but you're so focused on that one. One doggone thing that ain't happened yet. And you can't even enjoy all the good things that are happening in your life. So if, if that's the case, then we know that the thief comes to, but to kill, steal, and destroy. And everything he can't kill, he wants to steal. Is it possible that the enemy is stealing your today while you're busy worrying about tomorrow? He's still in your today while you're worrying about tomorrow. What good is it to be alive today if you're spending your life worrying about death tomorrow? Are you hearing me? So when Jesus was saying, take no thought, he was just he was just concluding some things as as you. 
as you uh, look at those previous verses in Matthew 6, we, we, we took a look at that. And I want you to see this because I think it's so important. Verse 22. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Now, excuse me, but when you look at the verses, any time that you're using a text, you have to look at what is before the text, what comes after the text, to make sure that you keep it in its context. But when you look at the context of this, it seems like something happened. Like, why is Jesus talking about an eye? And then he switches up and starts talking about, don't worry or take no thought. What's going on, Jesus? Why are you switching up like that? So when you think about this and you start to realize where is the eye located? Where is the eye located? Talk to me. Where's the eye located? The eye is located in the head. So there is some connection then with the eye and the mind. And Jesus is letting you and I know that if we don't keep our focus, bless God, Pastor, you slipping, man. I was supposed to have Jay to put up a picture on the screen that was going to be blurry. Because when you look through the lens of a camera and it's not in focus, how many of you know the image is there, but you can't see it clearly? Ah, the image is there, but you can't see what it is because you're out of focus. Ah. Some of us have been living our lives in a blur. And we are out of focus. And then we go make decisions while our lens are blurry. Okay, okay, let me see if this works. Let me see if this works. Have you ever, have you ever uh, been, in, been in a situation where all of a sudden you come to yourself and you realize you what in the world was I doing dating him? Why in the world was I with her? Why in the world was I single? Why did I let them use my car? To you ever come to yourself? No, 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 no. You ever get focused and you realize I've been acting like a stone cold fool. Why did I give them that money knowing they had no desire to pay it back to me? Because I loaned it to them three other times and they didn't pay it. And then here I give it to them a fourth time. Making decisions in a blur. The image is there. You just can't see clearly. Now watch this. Lord have mercy. 
Isn't it interesting that the Bible says that we are created in his and after his. So what the devil tries to do to you and I is get in our head and our mind and make us think we're not in his image. So then we start, watch this, saying out of our mouth the stuff that's in our head that doesn't even back up his word. So I'll tell myself, it doesn't even matter what somebody else is saying about me. I tell myself, I'm not able to accomplish it. Take no thought saying, why would you say that thought? I don't think I'm going to get over this. Take no thought saying. Watch this. So then transition to over to Ephesians 6 and 17. The Bible says that we need to take the helmet of salvation and put it on. And we put on the helmet of salvation, watch this, to protect. Watch this. Not just our thoughts, but we can protect our not just our eyes, but we can also protect our So I have to be mindful that I have a real enemy that's a strategist. Go with me to one scripture. We're going to wrap this thing up. Lord, have mercy. Anybody getting anything? In 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Come on, hurry, 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 hurry. I'm there. I'll read it for you. Can't wait for you. In 2 Corinthians, I'm going to tell you. Slow down. Slow this down. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verse number 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought. Take no thought. Bring every thought captive into captivity to the obedience of Christ. My goodness. Now watch this. The devil is such a strategist, and he's so good at using thoughts to come our direction but the Bible has told us that when we get our armor on, that we got to make sure the helmet of salvation is on so that we're able to capture every thought. Now watch this. Please catch this. Every thought that comes to you and I always comes against our knowledge we have of God. Okay, let me try that again. Every thought that comes against you and I always come against the knowledge we have in God. I know God to be a healer, but now I'm questioning if he'll heal me. I know God to be a provider. Now I'm questioning, will he provide for me? Are you hearing me? Every thought that attacks my mind comes against the knowledge I have of Christ. That's why the Bible says, take no thought saying you can't stop that thought from showing up, but boy, you don't have to repeat it. 
What's going on? I heard you had a negative report. I ain't thinking about it. I ain't taking no thought. I ain't saying out of my mouth what they said. I don't agree with their report. I have another report that I've chosen to believe. And that's the report of the Lord. And if you're not there yet, I don't need to be telling you nothing. Because you start taking thoughts and saying stuff to others. And then I got to call you up asking, why are you repeating stuff? Then you look at that person next to you and tell them, take no thought. Don't lose your head allowing these thoughts to attack your mind. Oh, Lord, I'm out of time. I wanted to tell y'all something else. Uh, Y'all so gracious and kind. You're so gracious and kind. I'm I'm out of time. Remember the giant Goliath? After the giant fell, what happened? He lost his head. Can I just tell y'all a couple of things? He lost his head. Why is the head so significant? Why is the head so significant? I love what you're saying. I love it all. Watch this. The head represents the government. The head represents leadership. The devil is always trying to take out a head so he can kill a body. Can, can I bring it close to home? If our president could get his way, he would love to catch Kim Jong-un and cut his head off. Jong-un would love to catch the president and cut his head off because it makes the body go still. In closing, the Bible lets us know that the oil runs from the y'all don't want y'all don't want to tell y'all don't want to tell the oil runs from the head down through the beard, then to the body. When you fail to have membership or partnership of a church, you're an individual who don't want a head. And all you want to do, oh, forgive me for saying it, but I got to let you know, you want to run around as a freak in a body with no head on it. But you don't have no oil on you because the oil can only come from... That's why whenever pastor prays for you, he always anoints your head with oil. I don't anoint your body (laughs) because your head will cause the oil to flow. Listen to me. If you and I can get our heads straight, the Father knows all these, all these 
thing stopping you is your. You didn't even realize God gave you a big old dome so you could headbutt your enemy. Can we go ahead and prepare for communion? Praise God. You didn't even know that's why God gave you that dome.